Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. It is yet another Tuesday with Tessa. Good morning, Tessa. Good to see you this morning. So this is Dr. Deb Carlin, your host, with my co-host, Tessa Greenspan. And this is the K factor, where K equals kindness, and the factors are all the things that lead to it. And Tuesdays with Tessa are programmed so that we have a monthly theme. And the monthly theme for October is settling in and making plans. And that's what we've set as our intention here for October to be. And this week, it's all about the option to love our true self. And within this framework, there's so much to talk about. And it might sound like, oh, how fluffy and, oh, how nice these ladies get together and have their, you know, little cup of something and they chat and they laugh. And, yeah, right, exactly. But here's the thing. It is core value because we all grew up hearing somewhere love of self has to happen first before you can love on to another. And in mind-body medicine, in psychology, and actually truly quietly within medicine, even current traditional medicine, the word is what we're doing in our mind, we're doing in our heart, and it's impacting our entire anatomy and physiology. So, How's that for up in the game a little bit, making it intense here? We're going to have a really great conversation about love of the real, true self. And boy, it's been rainy and chilly and then nice and then rainy and cold and frigid. We've got a lot of opportunity to settle in, don't we? It's so true. And the the topic, loving yourself, is so, so important. Actually, it is the most important thing. No matter what you do in life, it is so important. And I know that I mentor a lot of people on this very thing because loving yourself is so important. And one of the things I posted this morning is it's not what you say, it's what you do. And that's love. When you actually love, you don't have to say anything. People know. They get the feeling of this. And so loving yourself is absolutely vital. Before you can have a relationship, before you can really have a business, before you do a lot of things, it will give you one up, many ups, in order to love yourself. And I say, and Louise Hay is really has been a, a mentor from afar to me because she has done so many things with that very thing, loving yourself. One of the things, and I just did this, a few days ago, is I said to this person who had been through a lot of, of, of trauma and husband's abuse and all of that, and so she's coming into her, her own now. Mm. And I mentioned to her, go to the mirror every single day and say, I love you. I love you. Until tears come into your eyes, until mm-hmm. you feel it. Say, I love you. And do this often when you go into the bathroom. Yeah, absolutely. Because Words that fire together, wire together. So the more you do something, 
the more it will become a way of your life, and then you will love yourself. So it's really, there are methods to do this, and that is one of the most important methods that you can, is look in the mirror and say, I love you. I love you. Absolutely. Um, yes. Well, here's the interesting part. When I started doing that with people, it happens pretty quickly that the tears begin to fall. Because, you know, and it it surprised me, Tessa, and hurt my heart when when I initially would do this with people and do it at events, you know, because I naively didn't realize, this was decades ago, but naively didn't recognize how tough it was going to be for people. So we had, you know, we'd have an event, we'd have a handheld mirror in front of everybody and get them to just look in the mirror and they were like, Oh no, no, no. All right. And then they look in the mirror, they make a funny face or they see something and they start to pick at it. And I say, okay, just sit really quietly and do exactly that. I love you. Right. Eye to eye. And people would look in there like it was a stranger. Yes. And many people have not grown up with someone telling them that they love them or feeling it. You know, a person can say this forever, but unless another person feels it mm-hmm. in their heart, it really won't make any difference because that person can't receive it. I, and I know several that cannot receive or it doesn't believe that they've been thought. Yeah, isn't it interesting? It is. Two things, two things that I think are fascinating. One is when you ask somebody to look in the mirror and they go, oh, no. Oh, look at that. Now, what? why didn't I take care of that eyebrow over there? No, it's eyeball to eyeball, right into your yeah. eyes. And then the way that people quickly get choked up about it and have a hard time sustaining it. You know, like I want you to sit there for 30 seconds. What's that a big deal? Oh my gosh. After five seconds, they're crying. They're choked up. It's agonizing because what we come to realize is I do love you and I am so lost without you. Where have you been looking deep within? Where have I been? And and the point that you're talking about, um, telling people that you love them, I've noticed that there's a few people who are out on the internet, the ways in which we, in which you and I are, and they're saying at the end of their videos, and then again in closing their emails, and in case nobody's told you today, I love you. And I and I originally looked at that and I thought, oh, give me a break. And then I thought, no. Don't resist hearing that. And then, and then I noticed people who I would say that to, who brush it off. In terms of the theme that you were talking about, about can't receive it. It's true. I, I think that it's really important to only say it and and end it in this ability. Because I feel to just say I love you is meaningless and that. You really need it. And I really have, um, I am cautious, maybe is a word, but I am careful to not say I love you if I don't really feel that for a person. I, I end everything with blessings, mm-hmm. which 
that's my goal is to bless you for you to have blessed <laughs> I rarely, rarely end with I love you. And I feel that I must feel it at that point in order to send that to you. I never say it unless I mean it. But 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 there are times when it comes pouring out that it's just right there. And sometimes people are taken aback because, like, you do? Well, yeah, why not? What 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 is more essential in this life than love of self and then being able to love the other? So you know what? Here's a thought for you. Maybe a closing would be, and love you really well. Love yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I agree wholeheartedly. I encourage you to love yourself. Yeah. Another. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because there isn't enough of it. I mean, it's really strange. Again, backing up to that there are people who cannot feel that cannot grasp that because they don't love themselves to begin with. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Marissa Peer is yeah. a, I love that woman, British and tall and slender and an energy that is magnificent, right? Yeah. And she's very calm and she sort of floats through what it is that she says and what she teaches to people. And her line is, you are enough. Yeah. This is really what my message to many people is, is you are enough. You are worthy. Actually, I just signed the book to a person um, two days ago, and I said, uh, may you be blessed beyond measure. You are worthy. So I think this is really, but again, I feel strongly that you do not say it, or write it or anything unless you mean it. Because there is an energy that goes out when you mean that. Well, it ties in with what our, our wonderful mentor, Angela Mayalu, said, right? Where she said, people will forget what you did and they forget what you said, but never how you made them feel. Absolutely. So, I strongly that every single day we have an opportunity to help a person that my mom did for me when I was a little girl was her reminding me that when I was fitful, my darling Debbie, this too shall pass. And then I thought she was harsh when she would say, when I was happy, remember Deb, this too shall pass. And she got me used to the idea of adapting to moods that swift swiftly change and in the the sounds it sounds cliche but we are a reflection of nature we are a part of nature that ebb and flow of our emotionality 
boy, Tessa, the degree of self-loathing that we witness in this life, is it just amazing? Sometimes I, you know, sometimes I think I'm kind of a chicken and other times I think I'm such a risk taker because I have very freely said to people, you know, and in, in social situations and in business situations, I just love you. I love you for being here. I love what you're doing. I, I truly love each one of you for this. And people kind of look like, and I, there's nothing artificial about it. So I don't, I, I've never been accused of being insincere, but why is it so stunning for people to hear it? Why don't we have every mother cradling that baby and every daddy putting his arms around the two of them and saying it all? It's just yeah. heart aching. And there are many people growing up, and it's their perception, that haven't felt that, even though they've gotten Yeah. So it's really, um, and it's really sad that a person hasn't, that, that if they had the people in their lives that did love them, and if they can't accept it, or don't love themselves, so that's always been strange. But, again, if a person wants to grow and learn uh, to love themselves, to know that they're worthy, all of this, there are many processes that can be done to help this, to help them. And I'm hopefully hoping that our program will help people think, will help them know that they're worthy, to help them know to love themselves, to work on this process. So, so I was watching my friend Joy Martina this morning with her daughter, Grace, and they were sitting together. This was the cutest thing. They were sitting together, and they were eating a piece of cake. They're in Austria, <laughs> Salzburg, and they're sitting in their home, and they're they're sitting side by side, and they're having a piece of cake, and Joy says, look. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to have a toast with water. And they talked about how pretty the glasses were and that they loved them and that they got them from a secondhand store. And they like that because they're there for some interim period of time. And so they didn't want to do a big accumulation and not feel like they could then gift back to people, right? And as they were getting ready to do the water, Joy says, how about we explain to people how each pitcher of water 
is labeled with what we put the intentions into. So I, I watched it this morning and I went to the kitchen and I got my pitcher of water and I was going to come back in here right away and label it because I wanted this picture to give me what I know I need today. So I put a star sticky on it and called it courage. that we have, we might go up an octave and then we know we need to bring it back down because this is much more relaxing, right? And with screaming cells, these poor little water cells in here, if, oh my goodness, if we don't take loving care of them, they'll explode. And they've shown that at the University of Wisconsin and Madison, you put harsh music on them, loud rap with heavy bass, boom, they're exploding. You play something lovely and and soft george winston's piano music from windham hill uh hummingbird by seals and crofts and they they are beautifully dancing what do you want to drink in it's true and since most of our body is water to begin with that's right why not treat that water with loving kindness before and one of the things I do is always in the morning I drink my beautiful water that has been um, mentioned that you are beautiful, you're loved. You're fermenting water. Uh-huh. 
Yes. So I I drink this whole thing in the morning, the first thing, because I want to fill myself up with yeah. love. You are love, love and love. So um, I mean, it's, it might seem silly to someone, but I can tell you, it's another method. There are many methods to be on um, the path of positivity, mm-hmm. of happiness, of joy, of peace. And this is just one of the many that we are sharing with a lot of people. For those that want to, you know, again, everything is a choice. We have a lot of methods if a person wants to be happier, healthier, wealthier, wiser, uh, and love and loving. And And the beautiful part of it is, is that when we're talking about this, this is not absent of the science. When when we have put up, you know, ways to measure the frequency, the vibration of every mood, we see that when you are at a really low ebb of depression, your frequency and vibration is really low. As you go from that to a little bit happier and then productive and then joyful and then really ecstatic and then to self-actualization, your frequency is rising. And the sound bowls that come out of Tibet with the Tibetan monks, so I hold this glass in my hand. For those of you who are listening and can't see it, we hold a glass in our hand. Remember at the dinner table when kids would wet the rim of the glass and hear the sound? Well, when the Tibetan monks do that in the mountains as they're meditating, they're realizing that the frequencies of the earth, the frequencies in nature are actually tied to frequencies that we feel emotionally. And in their yoga meditations, you can change your mood by changing the frequency. And that's why they use the sound bowls. It's true. And it's measurable. And again, what you said, everything that we are saying can be proven and yeah. is measurable. So it's really about choices, but it's true. You know, um, David Hawkins, I believe, uh, um, is the person that was able to measure different vibrations. And there are, you know, when you actually love, when you actually can feel, there is a vibration there and a frequency that is measurable if a person wants to measure. That's right. It's interesting. It is so interesting that um, love is measurable. Well, and you and I both utilize the technology of a device that is all about frequency and vibration. And as a matter of fact, I'm not wearing my device right now, but I've been using it (laughs) every single day. So most of the time I've got it right here on my collar and I've got my electrodes on my, on the backs of my wrists, on my hands, and I am delivering frequencies that are adjusting my physiology. Yeah. And, and, I'm, and I am noticing the impact. I'm noticing it on every dimension of my body. Well, I do it every day, too. And actually, two or three uh, different programs every day. Because, again, my goal is to have every device that I possibly can that works that is going to help me to live Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you know, there's there's so many things that we do, Tessa, that 
we've been talking to our friends out here about over the last several months that we've been doing our show together. Um, we started out talking about the waves, and this was in my initial interviews of you. Tessa, tell me, tell me your secrets. Tell me, share with everybody the secrets that you've, you've talked with me about, your morning routines and how you rise up and, and what you engage in and how long you do it. And, and I've been doing those and noting the, the incentives that I feel, the beliefs that I feel, the, the mindset authority that, that I have, and especially in 2020, this is more essential for us than ever before in our life. And I would encourage every single person to have a process of what they do in the morning. Yeah. In your journal, these 10 things that you're thankful and grateful for. It will start your day and meditate for 15 minutes. Yep. So it will start your day right, and you will see that you're dead. You can even test it. You know, take a day that you don't. Yeah, you'll pay for it. You will see that your day will go so much better. And it's really what we put in our mind that we give out in the world. Yeah, yeah. You know, I rejoice at the happiness that we feel every day when we come in here. And, And I, you know, I'm, I'm tempted to say, I think we should be here on here every day and give everybody this lift every morning because it's so beautiful and essential and fabulous the way that we're doing this. I mean, it's just, it's an incredible experience of energy that people have coming into them. And I'm watching the, the rates at which I'm getting feedback we are on both YouTube and on Blog Talk Radio getting traction and getting people attending to all of this. And, oh, by the way, this morning, I was able to figure out how to post this episode on Blog Talk Radio onto your Facebook page. Yeah. So, ta-da. That's good. Yeah, it wouldn't do it before, so I don't know what it is that shifted, but now I can do that. Good, good. Well, it's really, we have a message. And actually, I want to say, um, loving yourself, I love my life. Yeah. I absolutely love my life. I am so thankful and grateful. And the more we're thankful and grateful, the more we have to be thankful and grateful for. So it's really a mindset. And I my goal is to encourage every single person to love yourself, to know that you are lovable, that you are worthy, and that you are unique. There is no one else like you, and so you have something to contribute to the world. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a beautiful message, but I've never, I've never met with anybody, and let's go to the extreme here. In the work that I've done over the course of my career for decades, I've never walked into a hospice situation where people didn't say, I wish I would have told more people that I love them. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have spent more time with the people that I love. I wish I would have touched and had that experience enrich me. Okay, great. Let's do it now. Yeah. It's never too late. Yeah. Parting words of wisdom. We've got 90 seconds. She's going to tell us in about 10 seconds. Love yourself. Look in the mirror. I challenge every single person to look in the mirror in your eyes and say, I love you. I love you until tears come in.
That would be awesome. And and I'm going to invite you to put notes around your house and and say, you are enough. And on your water containers, write notes, happiness, courage, joy, fulfillment. Yeah. We'll get them. All right. This is another episode here, friends, of Dr. Deb Carlin with my good friend, Tessa Greenspan, creating the legacy for her that's her infinity. Wisdom with Tessa. Mm -hmm. Peace out, everybody.